Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts, it's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season, make this December one to remember, together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering room. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beers worth of sports talk, and a whole lot more. Show 232, I think it is, Dave, on September the 15th, 2022. Dave, I I, I wake up every morning lately, and I it it it, it astonishes me that the Queen's still dead. It, it's <laughs> I, I just don't know how I'm going to get over it. I we talked about it last Thursday. When she originally passed away, and Chucky, he had a, he had a few, few problems with some pens over the week, and signing some articles. He dated some things wrong, and everything else. But man, I I'm not being I'm not being uh, disrespectful of the, the the dead, but I've had her, man. Like that's no more. Have you heard about the Q? Do you know what the Q is? No. A Q, the Q is the British way of saying Lina. So the the when a person of her oh, like in the Q, like the like a, it's in the Q of like it's next up uh, up on on like, correct. So okay. you're in the Q. So they have a Q for the commoners to pay their respects. I heard it's miles long. Two like when I looked at it, yes, I read about it. Then I looked it up. There's a YouTube channel des- uh, devoted to it to give live updates because you got to know where to get in line, and then when you get in line. They give you a, a bracelet. So there's no button. You can't save a spot. If you don't have a, a bracelet that matches with the ever, other people, the thing like you're SOL. Like, and then now you're in line until you see the, the, the queen. You're allowed to go like the queen until you walk past the casket. So this line, which is 2.4 miles long, is moving at a 0.1 mile an hour pace. Oh, and these people, and then you get there, you walk by the casket, and you're done. So you've waited. Like, uh, like Chevy Chase when they went to the, uh, the Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon. <laughs> at it. Okay, gotta go, kids. That was it. Yeah. I'm guessing, there's, vacation. I'm guessing there's not a cash, open cash register after, after that. It's just like someone's kicking the ass and like moving along. I will guarantee you it's the same as every other tour that you go on. It's not a tour seeing a casket and the queen inside and the whole bit. So it's not a tour, but I guarantee you, I guarantee you there is some sort of souvenir booth, some sort of stand to buy some swag, something set up within a stone's throw of said casket. Oh, without a doubt. You got you got a mile 2.5, uh, like a, a lineup 2.4 miles long. There's not hucksters. They're selling, I don't know, kippers and mash and tea and, and Union I don't Jack flags, Union of Jacks all, all and, the stuff. And then t-shirts, and the I was in the queue. I was uh, in the queue. Me and the queen. the queen. Yeah. Selfies and, ah, oh, man. <laughs> It's awful because we were talking about the other day. We'll get into the sports section here in a bit, but it's uh, it's funny that me and Dan were talking about the amount of money that's going to be made off of this by shysters making pillows and teacups and spoons and all that kind of stuff that people buy with the Queen's image on it. People are going to make millions of dollars on this woman's death. 
You know, but I gotta, I gotta tip my oh, hat. Good, to the- good on him, man. I do it if I had, if I had a printing press down here that could make T-shirts. That's what I'd be doing all day. You bet for the grinders because you got days to do it. Like this, uh, you got to be in line. I think by tomorrow. If or you're else not you ain't in, getting in, otherwise you ain't getting in because their funerals on Monday. And then, I don't know. I don't know either. But like, holy cow, the T-shirts. Like honestly, like I couldn't imagine. Like the shit you can sell in that line, everything just going up and down. Yeah, you know everything. They, they got and you know they got outhouses and stuff. So well, they're taking care they, of their people. Well, you know more you so than they the, usually do. Do you put the outhouses right on the, the lineup or across family, the street? Right, got to be across the street. Right, because <laughs> if your wristband is there, because then you got to get people going in and out. You got to get the trucks going to, to clean them out. What a wreck! I I can't go a day without taking a shit. Oh no, I'm once a day regular. I'm a two timer, but nonetheless, like yeah, yeah, you, boy has to shit. Not, I don't care. Occupied, someone in there occupied. Yeah, no, I don't know that the, <laughs> the whole thing is strange to me. Uh, <laughs> Get off this in a second here, but I asked Deanne last night when uh, we, we, I can't remember where we went last night. doesn't much matter. Um, Mojo's. Uh, no, Browns. I don't think Boston it was Pizza. I, I, think, I think we, actually, I think we just went and to the grocery store and came back and it was on again, still on. And then uh, I said, is there one person that's alive today that if they died tomorrow that you would go and, and, and pay your respects to and stand in line for. And she said, no. And I don't have one either. Like back in the day when Babe Ruth passed away, they, they, they laid Babe Ruth's body in state the same way the Queens is. And people were lined up for a couple of days around Yankee Stadium to see Babe Ruth there. Dave, there isn't anybody one that I would fly across the country to see dead. And two that I could think that, yeah, I should probably go pay my respects. Yeah, not me myself. No, God. Like God I no. just can't think of one. But I would guess the North American equivalent, like in the last ten years, would be. I don't know. Aretha Franklin was a pretty big deal for a lot of people. Kobe Bryant was a huge deal that I didn't really get. Oh, I couldn't. L.A. big, yeah. L.A. big, and you know, life cut short. He 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 did leave too soon, regardless of your feelings for him. Well, but uh, that's the thing is like when when he did pass away that February 2020, just before the whole COVID situation hit, and we were still allowed to go places uh, back then. And uh, we we were actually me uh, Deanne first moved into this this place before I moved here to Lethbridge. We uh, we met my parents over at Mojo's and. It was a Sunday and Kobe passed away. And I was like, who the fuck cares? Like, whatever. But then she said, what if it was Derek Jeter? What would you be doing? I was like, oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. So I get it. I get it. But mm-hmm. to stand in line and to, to to look at a casket, I can't see myself, 48-year-old Brent, doing that for anybody. Like, not, nope. a, not a nobody. No, and like, you know, like, so if you want to go see, pay your respects to the queen, you're taking two days off of work. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 and watch it on TV. You know, if, I, I don't know. Well, like I'll, I'll stream it. I got my phone, right? But, but, but still, you know. And there's like, there's some provinces are actually calling it a, a statutory holiday here All in right. Canada, which I don't get. And that's not the, like we're starting to talk a little bit political on that being yeah, a. Common we won't country. get into that, anyways, Dave. Earlier this week, we. I saw it on TV. I couldn't believe actually, I was actually watching the game the other night. Uh, Zach Littell, uh, mid-20s reliever for the San Francisco Giants. He uh, went in in the eighth inning with a 3-1 lead against the Atlanta Braves. Uh, 3-1 or 3 nothing lead. I can't remember what it was. 3-0 lead. Uh, didn't didn't fare so well, to say the least. Uh, it, was his, it was his third appearance in four days. He... Uh, First four runners he faced, three three guys got on, two guys scored. Manager came out, Gabe Kapler, ex-major leaguer, great manager, came out, pulled him. This uh, Zach Littell didn't, he showed his displeasure on the mound, put the ball a little aggressively into uh, Kapler's hands. They went in the dugout, they got into words a little bit, went down the tunnel, uh, argued a little bit more apparently. The next day, uh, this is uh, Latell. He gets uh, sent down to the minors. 
designated for assignment. They said it wasn't for the the situation. It was because of his performance. He does have a 5.08 ERA this year, so he hasn't been good. The Giants have not had the season they had last year, which is to be expected because they played way above their heads last year. But I kind of like that move by the Giants saying, get fucked and stay fucked. Like if you if you're gonna act like this, if you're going to disrespect the king of the castle, not the royalty thing again. If you're gonna re- disrespect on uh, not because every team every game's on national TV now with MLB streaming and everything else. If you're going to act like that and be that kind of human being, get out of here. I'm good with it. One hundred percent. Who the fuck do you think you are giving me attitude on the hill you just walked three guys you blew this save and you have the audacity to show me up your manager on the mound get over there and then and then and then i i really love the way capper handled it because uh when he came off uh that zach was was hanging out in the it it, it was just perfect it, it reminded me of a high school situation in the principal kind of thing Capra came off the mound after the thing. Yep. You follow me. And then like hundred percent with the angry Trump, like boom, 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 boom. You can just hear his footsteps. The, I, I could hear the cleats on the pavement in my head as he marched that, that, that snot nose punk to the, to the back to basically brought him to the woodshed. This 100%. is where we, this is where we handle this kind of shit. You're like, be a, be a fucking professional. You don't you don't show emotion out here. You don't do this. Like I get it. You're not happy about it. But you got to act like a fucking pro and you definitely don't act like an amateur out there when I'm telling you you did a shit job and like it, it, this isn't this isn't my my attitude. This isn't my my assumption. This isn't my opinion. You just walked three guys and let in two runs. We were winning 3 nothing. Now it's 3-3 three, three. and you're pissed at me. For telling you you're doing a shitty job? Yeah, I read something about that, Dave. He said he wanted to stay in the game to, to prove, you know, to, to get out of the situation he got himself in. I mean, the Giants aren't going to win, going to a, a wild card spot. They're, they're not. But baseball, it's a, it's an odd game. Well, professional sports is odd. You, you still try to win every game. There, there, there are competitors, and that's why they are there in, in the big leagues or National Hockey League or the NFL. Even when your team's not going anywhere, you still want to win. And it's, it's, it's really a a different situation where this guy showed emotion saying he wanted to be in the game, but then, but then you get too much emotion at the end of the season where this guy pretends that he's not pretend this guy is showing too much emotion. So there is a fine line in there somewhere where you want to compete and you, you want it, you want to get on. Cause now, now you're trying to not just, you're trying out for next year, right? Like you're trying out for next season or whatever it is with it, especially relief pitching in baseball where guys move around. So you can show too much emotion, which is a bad thing, but showing emotion, which you want your team to still compete. There's definitely a fine line in there somewhere where these, these athletes have to find that. And with this guy in his mid twenties, I hate to be, you know, that 48 year old guy. This might've been the first time this guy's been reprimanded in maybe his entire life. Because uh, he's in that generation, man, where he's been taught, he does whatever he wants, says whatever he wants, tip, temper tantrum. We've seen it. We've talked about it in the past. This guy's in his mid-20s, and, and this, I, I'll bet you this is probably one of the first times he's been told, no, man, you can't act that way. Yeah, I don't know what his background is. I don't know where he came from, but it's is he he definitely got told by first uh, his uh, manager and then by the organization. And and when I actually read a little bit into it, he really kind of fucked himself because I don't really understand the rules. But when they option him down, they only have one option left now, and they ain't going to use it on his, which means he's basically a free agent for next year. Yeah, so, he won't be a giant ever again. He won't be a giant again. And then you show that to to um, prospective employers that you're a bit of a hothead and can't take, for lack of a better word, constructive criticism. Criticism. Yeah. Like you know, just you know, I, I don't know how good this kid's stuff is, and maybe he can develop into something. I do not know. But even in today's world with uh, 
all the analytics that goes into hitting. And we talk about that all the time. And there's obviously analytics with the pitching as well. If you can't prove yourself to be coachable and take direction, then if you're, you're hurting the team, like here's your paycheck, do what you're told. That's the biggest thing. It's it, this is just it, and we we always we've talked about it the past. And I've been talking we've been talking about this before we started doing this podcast, and we started talking about it years ago. You 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 can't fire players, but you can, the coach can the coach can be fired. Well, turns out you can, you can fire a player because the uh, the Giants just just basically did it, and this is a big wake up call for mid mid to lower range players. Like you got to put out every day, or else. Your days are numbered. Like hockey's a bit different because you get twenty guys. Where baseball, you got guys in the minors here and there, and they they interchange guys a lot. Uh, and football's got eight and eighty man rosters of interchangeable parts. But we we always talk. The coaches are easy to be fired because you can't fire the whole team. I think this is a great move for a lot of uh, a lot of teams to say, "Hey, um, that guy was fired. We can get rid of you too if you don't fucking smarten up." Yeah, it just goes to show, you know, you can't, like you just said, you can't fire the whole team, but there's, there's a portion of that team that can get sent out of town really, really quick. And, you know, obviously dependent on salary and, and thing, but if you don't have that big time contract for every person that's uh, making 20 million plus in the major league baseballs, there's 10 making under two, Yeah, under two. We're like, forget it. I got that in the change of my car. We can eat your salary. Don't worry about it. We'll be just fine. And if you want to be a total jerk about it and try and show us up and badmouth us, we'll bury you in the minder. How, how does single A sound? You know, you don't show up. You don't get that. You don't get a penny anymore. You Nothing. know, maybe, yeah, maybe riding the the bus in the, the, the Carolina League uh, and playing with Crash and Nuke. Maybe that'll <laughs> yeah. break. Yeah, maybe that'll bring you down to down to size. Like this isn't as much as I'm uh, always not. I won't say always. A lot of the times that I'm on the player side over a ownership, lot. I am a lot. But at the end of the day, it's a privilege and a gift to play professional sports. Like you're, you're. It takes a ton of work and dedication, and but it also is is developing your 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 God given gift. Um, that you were born with. And if you want to dis, uh, disrespect the people that are trying to help you in your career, and and then, you know, this is what happens. And, you know, fuck around, find out. And uh, this Zach Zittrell, Zach Zittrell, was that his name? Zach Littell. He's already been forgotten about. Yeah, right? yeah. Was, quick, I knew his name was Zach, forget. yeah. You know, he fucked around and found out. Made in the base. Think about it. Mid twenties. I, I think he pitched for them a couple games last year. Not a ton. Uh, he must have been on top of the moon not twenty four months ago. And now, now he probably cried himself to sleep on his pillow last night. Well, the the thing I like about the most, and I've used this before with uh, in my work days, and and I, I heard it in my old hockey days just a thousand years ago. But uh, you can't let the inmates run the asylum. And the San Francisco Giants said the inmates aren't running the asylum. We still have a boss here, and there, there's a hierarchy here, and there's a pyramid that has to be followed. Other, otherwise, you're going to have a wreck. I'm sure that there's higher-paid guys than this Zach Littell guy, whatever his name is, that uh, do question manager Gabe Kapler or whatever around the league, um, but they can kind of get away with it. If you're a mid-range guy, shut your mouth, do your job. Because if, if they let that mid-range guy do that then then it's it's non-stop and it, it, it and you you have complete mayhem and your 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 team's basically done for sure you're like you ain't big nasty rolling around this clubhouse like get your ass back down to the minors and let the let the the big boys eat that's right. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Go to Manscaped.com and buy your men's grooming products and get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com today using promo code 1420SCAPE. That's 1420SCAPE at Manscaped.com today. Hi there, it's Dave from 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. We decided to give Brent a break and give me the read tonight for Manscaped. 
Manscaped is uh, happy to join up with us for the Nut Up Challenge. We're going to feature some of the most clutch moments in sports history by athletes who nutted up and went legend. Be sure to vote for your favorite moments on Twitter and nut up as well with Manscaped. Going to manscaped.com and using our promo code 1420SCAPED today. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Use promo code 1420POD. That's 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. Dave, I didn't get to ask you before we started the show. I was so revved up about the uh, the royal family and funerals and she's dead and everything else. Uh, what are you drinking tonight? Where did you get it? What's happening? What's going on? Uh, Petra's liquor store here in Lethbridge, Alberta has a growler bar. So I often that place is all right. I haven't been there for a while, but that place is all right. Yeah, quite like it. It's a decent little place. So I grabbed myself, uh, some some buds and then I had my growler in my car by coincidence. And so I I got myself this uh cherry cider, not normally a cider guy, but it was a like I say, it was a nice sunny day out. It's a fall sunny day and it's uh hitting the spot right now. How about you? Uh, Old Man River Brewing Citrus Blonde Ale from our friends at Old Man River Brewing Company out in Lundbrook. I got to reach out to them. Maybe they'll supply us a keg or something to sponsor the show, or I don't know why they would, but whatever. I can A closed mouth never gets fed, though, Dave. Do they have internet in Lundbrook? Uh, on Tuesdays. Okay, so maybe we should drag our asses down there on a Tuesday. Maybe we should roll out there and maybe do a, li- a live show out there at Lundbrick and at the Old Man River Brewing. Well, actually, it's not a bad idea. We've had, Ask him we've to had, get the hamster on the wheel. And uh, just... can, we, we need internet. Can you please get things going and we can do our do our show from here. We'll promote your, your brewery or you can promote our show, actually. But no, it's good good beer. I, I always I quite like the stuff at Old Man River Brewing Company out there in Lundbrick. Nice little spot. Uh, good food the whole bit. Anyways, Dave, uh, college football's in full swing now. There's some two and O teams. There's some O and two teams. There's teams that are one and one. There's teams that are overachieving. There's teams that are underachieving, which is every year. We talked about Alabama getting by the skin of their teeth last week, and that uh, that helps out a lot of teams, anyways. Because you, you, if you if you're well, here here it is. College football is one of the one of those sports, and I think the only one where is if you if your team gets off to a good record to a two and O. You start looking six, seven, eight games out down into the schedule, thinking, okay, these, these guys got to beat these guys, and these guys got to beat these guys, because if they don't, our win against them isn't going to mean as much. Case in point, Notre Dame started off their, their season. Uh, they're 0-2 now. They lost to Marshall last week, and then the, the two weeks ago, they lost to Ohio State. Losing to Ohio State, it was expected. Dud of a game. Both teams didn't look very good. But you lose to Ohio State, you can go, okay, well, because Ohio State's going to finish 10 and 1, 10 and 2, 11, 11 and 1. So, well, you Notre, look at- so, Notre Dame's, so Notre Dame's strength of schedule looked pretty good. But all of a sudden, Notre Dame loses to Marshall. So all of a sudden, Notre Dame's a really bad team. So the, the win that USC is going to get in November against Notre Dame is expected so they won't get the points they need to get in the college football playoff. Not saying USC would get there, but I'm saying that that's how it all works, and that's why I love so much about college football. Uh, it's 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 the good thing, and it's also the frustrating thing about it, like because now it becomes a matter of opinion if that was a good loss or a bad loss. Um, just like you were talking about Alabama, Texas lost, got robbed, should have won that game. But that's a good win or a good loss for, for Texas. Yeah, because they had no rank. So now they're they're they were one and oh and unranked last week, and now they're one and one. And now I'm on the coaches poll, they're uh they're 21. So that's that's oh sorry, this is the AP poll, not the coaches poll. And the AP poll, they're 21. 
So they went from unranked to ranked with a loss. Alabama went from one to two. And, and they still got nine first place votes. Um, and I get it. Alabama is a it's it's the monster. It's it's the literal elephant in the room. And and at the end of the day, playing their schedule, if if they don't lose, I don't care how many um, how many times they don't cover the spread or just squeak one out. They're going to be there in the final four. Well, that's just it. Like at the end of the day, it's all fine and dandy to uh, to to say if if this if that and college football is the biggest thing of ifs and they, they promote it so well on college game day every Saturday morning and I, I love I I absolutely love it because there's they do every scenario so well and and bear with his picks about everything else it, they do it so so well it, it at the end of the day if you don't win all of your your games and take care of your own business it doesn't matter because the, not very often are teams in the college football playoff that don't deserve to be there. Like Notre Dame does sneak in because they're Notre Dame. And I, I do understand that. I know you're disdain for Notre Dame, which most people do have. We talked about that the other night on our show. It's just, it's, it's amazing to me that these uh, good losses and bad wins and good wins and bad losses matter so much. If you take care of business, you can only beat who's put in front of you. And, that is in all sports, but in college football, like USC's got a powder puff schedule right now. And I was listening to our, our friends from Craft Brew Sports the other night, and their intern Caesar, he was saying, "Look out for 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 USC because because of what they've done with their first two wins, they've looked pretty good. They have a pretty decent ride to maybe be in, in a college fo- football playoff. I don't know if they will, but Caesar that he hates Notre, he hates USC." He said he'd kill the horse and the person who rides the horse. It was up to him. But uh, it's it's amazing to me that the, 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 there's these schools and fans of schools and alma maters and everything else that they think that a one-loss team is better than a, a zero-loss team. You can only beat who's in front of you, and I think that a two-loss team will never get in. I think a one-loss team, and it depends, shouldn't get in. I think if you be, if you win every game, Throughout your season, you should, by rights, be in with the big boys. I don't necessarily agree with that, and that's where opinion comes in, because I don't care. Like, let's say Alabama would have lost that game against Texas, and they would have dropped to seven. And then they go undefeated the rest of the year, and then let's pretend they lose to Georgia in in the SEC final by a last second field goal. So they have two losses by three points. And now are they better than you have to look at all the different records, right? Obviously if there's a bunch of undefeateds out there, but like a mid major undefeated is not going into the final four. Um, over at Alabama with no, like with, Appalachian with State, who had a big yeah. win last week, isn't getting in there. No, right. And the, the Lane Kiffin, what was the school he was to? Florida, Florida International. Atlantic, I think. Florida whatever. And Deion Sanders is coaching at a mid-major as well. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't care how popular the coach is, how prolific the coach is. There comes a time when you have to just say, like, let's just be honest with yourself. We all hate Alabama, but we can't, like, like, and this has provided that Michigan and Ohio State are all two lost teams and whatever. Like, so now we're talking about that fourth spot. You can't give it to a undefeated Appalachia State or 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 pick your pick your poison, you know, Mountaineer Buck butt fuckers, right? Like just because they went undefeated doesn't mean they're in the same category as Alabama. But if you're in a power five concert conference and you, and you go 12 and 0 11 and 0, whatever you, and you win your, your, your championship or championship game, I think you're in for sure. Ab- absolutely. If you're a power five conference and you a power you go, five, yes. If you, if you, if you're a power five and go 10 and two, then there's some room for debate. Well, no, I think the only power five that, that has the 10 and two with the chat, like that's SEC and SEC only. Only, 100%. Only, right? So the Big Ten champ 
will get in at a 10 and two, but nobody. Uh, See, that's iffy because there's some pretty. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Not very good. And I'm a Pac-12 guy and the Pac-12 is horseshit. They are. And I, They're and absolutely I agree. horseshit. And I agree with you, but like I think the Big Ten just holds so much sway. Like they just signed three con, like three. Well, that's another. We'll talk about that. That on that before the Pac-12 season ends. We'll talk about that a little bit. That's I don't like that. That whole that whole. Well, the Pac-12 is dead. It's dead now. Like like, uh, yeah, Stanford and USC are leaving. It's it's dead now. I I don't I don't like that one bit. I don't. I think it's ridiculous. I I, it's money, and I I get it, and it's going to put a lot of money into the rest into universities' pockets to help other other programs that are inside the inside the uh inside each school but we'll get that in, in another show I, I i actually fucking hate it i actually hate what what's going on with college football it drives what? me because the, the, the tradition of college football is what makes it so great and that's to me that is that that is just the money and these tv deals and i get it and i understand it it doesn't mean i have to like it but i think that th- that is going to destroy the regionality is that a word regionality the regional, the regionalness. I, I sure, think is whatever regionalysis or whatever it is. <laughs> That's what makes college football so great. Was it's region to region and and the 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 conference to conference, and that what makes it. That's what makes it so great is because you can still win your, your conference, and you're a Pac-12 champion. You're a Big Ten champion. A Big Ten is in the Midwest. If USC wins a, a Midwest like a Midwest conference championship, then what? Way to go. They're going to fly a banner there at the Coliseum. Yeah. It's, to, it's going to look ridiculous. And you know, and, and, it's you ridiculous. Know, we talked about that about six, seven episodes ago um, about like, like maybe having demotion. Right. And then now like you're still a tier one football team. You don't lose scholarships or anything, but you do not now have a chance for the national championship. Now you're here and now you're playing these guys because you're just simply not a good. Not as good. Sorry, Iowa State. Sorry, Northwestern. Sorry, Portland State. Sorry, um, Washington State. You guys go there. You guys get first first in your conference, and then you can come up and play with the big boys. Yeah. And if you think, well, we deserve that. Well, you know what? At the end of the day, the score is the score. Your record's your record. Win more than. Just because, just because you've traditionally been in this conference, we're talking about wins and losses here. And then like, so that's what I can, the, the, the fabric of college football has changed so much just since you and I have been college age, like in, in the last 30 years, so much it's has long, changed. It's a long year, a long college career. We've had 30 years of college. Well, 30 I years know ago, when we were college age, like it, it's absolutely ridiculous how much the fabric and the business of college sports has changed. And then, so why doesn't the actual, like, oh, history, tradition, fuck that. Like, you know, the TV doesn't care. You know, the boosters don't care. 
Like I, I disagree, stop. Dave. I, I disagree with that. I honestly think that, like, when you, you there's people who, who, let's say, or, or I'm, I'm gonna keep hounding the USC because I'm a USC guy, and I've been there a number of times to watch games at the Coliseum. People get revved up for the Oregon game. They get revved up for the UCLA game. They get revved up for not every Pac-12 team goes there that year. And then there's a, there's years where U, USC goes to Stanford. There's years USC goes to to Washington. To what there's people get revved up for that, and that's the most fun of college football. Is is that it's because it, the players come and go. You don't even know who the players are. Big picture, you don't. Three years, four years, they're gone. Two years, they're gone. And now a transfer transfer portal and everything else, they're gone even quicker now. It's the tradition and the fan bases that matter. And college football is going on a slippery fucking slope here. Maybe not on TV, which is is the deal, but in the stands, you're going you're going to see it. I I really think you're you're going to see it in in these, in these big markets where USC shows up or or if uh, name, name name me a Big Ten team. Uh, that's not 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 one of the majors. Northwestern shows up in LA on a Saturday afternoon in October. Who cares? Like who cares? Well, who cares when Oregon State when the Beavers are in town? No one cares then. And you're telling me that, like the Coliseum, the only like USC plays in the Coliseum, don't they? Yeah. Every game. Every game. They don't sell that fucker out. Uh back in the good old days, they did. But it's not the good old days, which is my point. And then as to this thing, like you say, like tradition, and you can't rob them of tradition. What about an upstart like Boise State? What about Texas Christian? What about these schools that have done all their, like they've done their damnedest. They've hired good coaches. They've hired, they, they've, they've made a new tradition. They're, they're busting their balls. They got donors, uh, 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 painting the field blue in Boise. They got donors building the. the I don't mind the blue weapons. one in Boise. That red one in Eastern Washington that hurts my eyes. Yeah, but that's not that's not even tier one though. No, so I know, I know. Okay, that, that, but that red one hurts my eyes. That red one's awful, oh. and I don't. I'm not a big fan of the blue one either. But I go on. So like, so Boise State. Sorry, tradition, boys. You can never play for a national championship because you're not in the Power Ten and you're not Oregon State that has a chance that gets to play against us, big boys. Sorry, whatever you no, do, I get you're that, never going to totally be successful. But then, like, what do you say to Boise State now? Well, Thanks. see that, that 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 that's a Power Five versus the uh, what's what's the other five? They they call it the. The slip, whack, slip the mac, the but those other the things they, they have the to bio back. They yeah. have to, they have to find find a way in. I mean, you go back to that two thousand was it two thousand three Fiesta Bowl two thousand whatever year it was when when uh, Oklahoma lost to Boise State and that put Boise State in the map. That's nineteen years ago now. Well, yeah, like but that's, so you know that's nineteen years that Boise State has been relevant, really good, can only beat. Who's in front of them, and they haven't they haven't really had a chance since. And that that is that that's not right. That, that's one thing that's not right about college football. These teams with two and three losses shouldn't shouldn't be rated. Once you have once you have a loss in week one, if you're zero and one, zero and two, you should not be in the top twenty five. Because once you get in the top twenty five, it's hard to get out. Because well, teams teams start right. teams start their season ranked here. For whatever reason, it's hard to get out of it once you're in it. Like Notre Dame, if they win one this week, if whoever they're playing this week, they'll probably get back in. Um, I don't know, but they weren't they ranked? They were in single digits preseason. I they believe. were, I want to say seven. Yeah, eight-ish. they were really high, but they ain't anymore. They're not in the top twenty-five. That's all I know now. Um, and. and I don't know if we want to see, honestly, the best college team, then I think at absolute minimum, they should expand it to to 12 teams, one and two get a bye, then let those other 10 teams go and play up and and then get to and oh, through the month of December. And don't give me this fucking horse shit about what about their studies. They're not there for their book smarts. No, stop it. 
stop nope, not it. at all so they not can play all. they can play three games the the best the uh, the championship game will be the fourth game like don't give me this horseshit make it at least a 10 or t- or 12 team uh a playoff and then you can include a a, a mid major and they can shut up if not then you got to figure something out because everybody's going to piss and moan and bitch and whine and then people like you and I, we're still going to find something else to talk about. And how come this guy, how come this team, the the eighth ranked team, how come this 11th ranked team was put in before them? Like, stop it. You weren't going to win anyways. But now this way at least stops all this fucking chatter about what about this? What about that? What about that? The best teams are always going to fucking be there. No matter what. And, and I agree with that. At the end, like get back to what we, how we started this whole conversation at the end of the day, you have to beat who's in front of you. Yeah, this guy, that guy, that guy, this guy. You can't control what the other team does. Three weeks ago, you can't control like like we'll go back to the USC Notre Dame game that I hope to go to in in November. It don't if no if USC loses that game, it don't matter anyways. It doesn't matter that you, that Notre Dame lost to Marshall if USC loses that game anyways. So you still take care of your own business at the end of the day. Yes, yeah. and that's what it is. I mean, it's 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 great conversation. It's great what ifs and, and hypotheticals and everything else. It's great for content for morons like us and our third rate podcast. But it's it, it's 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 a lot of fun to to be a part of and to talk about with people that uh, like to talk about this stuff. It, it, it's fat. It's fascinating to me how how deep people go with it. Well, yeah, and it, it, it's you know, I got I I just I I have Michigan. Uh, schedule in front of me uh their schedule as it sits right now they got two ranked opponents michigan state and penn state and then that's right in the middle and they host both of them they have like they have a 12 game schedule eight of them are in the big house i don't know how one pulls that off and good for michigan you know if it was a team i didn't like i would be oh, a bunch of bullshit but at, at the end of the day your record's what your record is. They, they don't have home wins, home losses, or, or road wins. And then they finish the season. It all comes down to, to Michigan at the horseshoe. And then if they can beat that team from the south, um, that's it. Their season is one friggin' game. Every year. Every year. And then, I've... like, the, the Pac-12 doesn't have that because they don't have a powerhouse like uh, like OSU. Yeah, like if used to be Oregon, but not anymore. It used to be Oregon. It used to be USC, right before yeah. the championship games, right? So, uh, no, it's, it's a it's a big game. The, the the Dave, the greatest live non or, or non live sporting event I was ever at in my life was Thanksgiving Day or Thanksgiving weekend, uh, about three four years ago. At no, oh, geez, longer than that. No, five years ago. It doesn't matter what year. Ohio State, Michigan, at a bar, Hollywood, California. I've never seen anything like it. I have. You I've told ne- me that you stumbled into an I, OSU bar the, the, in Hollywood the, uh, or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ohio State bar. I have never seen anything like that in my life. The people were singing and and celebrating. It, I. It was. T- it was. What was it? It was a ten a.m. start. Our like uh, Mountain Standard Times was nine a.m. start. And we were, I was just going for for something at 7-Eleven next door to this bar, Happy Endings. Shut up. No, I swear to God. Swear to God. Oh, okay. No, I was I was going to just 7-Eleven to get some food. We had, we had an Airbnb getting some, <laughs> some, some eggs. I thought this bar was open. Let's go. And uh, I've never seen anything like it in my life. It was it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Ohio State, it was it was unbelievable. I will always say this: us Canadians have no idea what your college allegiance and sports. Um, I don't know the word for it. Sports fandom. Yeah, fanaticism is actually like it's. Uh, I and, love it. Yeah, it's, it's I, one I, jealousy I, that I have, uh, other than they have Disneyland, um, <laughs> their 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 love of college sports. Uh, I love. I uh, it's unbelievable to me. I love it. I love it. And you be like the Beach Boy said, Dooskin, be true to your school. Be true to your school. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer with sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. 
Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today for all of your college football tickets today. Get your tickets. Hey, remember this, so one email per promo code. You can only use it once for each email. So find a way to cheat the system. I never said that. I just did. <laughs> SeatGeek.com. Get you your go. tickets now. Free parking. You can't drink Britain Stadium. Hey, it's Brent from the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. For all of you out there who like to have a little skin on the game, go to BetUS.com to make all your sports wagers. BetUS.com has all the sportsbook options available at your fingertips from pro and college football to baseball, hockey, horse racing, and beyond. And with an initial sign-up bonus of 125%, you get more bang for your buck at BetUS.com. Just click on all our on our personalized link that can be found on all our social media accounts and start betting today at America's favorite sportsbook. There is also an online casino for those of you who like to play the table as well. So sign up at America's favorite sportsbook today and pad your pockets at BetUS.com. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beers, four sock, and a whole lot more brought to you by BetUS and BetUS.com. Put your wagers down on our personalized link at uh, betus.com today, America's favorite sports book. Dave, there are 15 teams at 0-1, two at 0-1-1. There's going to be some teams at 0-2 come Sunday night, come Monday night, whatever you want to put it down. What kind of a dagger does that put into your season if you start your season at 0-2 and when, at what point, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Do you hit the panic button and go, oh, this isn't the team we thought we had? Or, well, we figured we'd be on two, so let's not panic. Yeah, exactly what you just said. I think it's a lot of expectations. And if your expectations are real, then you knew 0-2 was possible. If you're delusional, um, I'm going to talk primarily about like so when i say like you got to uh manage your expectations accordingly the one franchise the one fan base the one owner the one state that can never manage their expectations that can never have the intellectual honesty it takes is the one stars thank you fan in the van for that one thanks jim for that one fan in the van the the one star rating i love that that is I've shared that with people, and that's not it. That's not your emblem. That's your rating. You know, and I actually we we got to get Jim a, a marketing contract, a fan of the Van podcast for his uh, for Cleveland's going to Cleveland and the one star rating. I love those two things. I hope they're Jim originals because I I love Van the Van. Let's do it to him this morning. He's great. But anyway, get back to what you're saying there, Dave. The one star uh, like, rating. Yeah, I uh, love it. As you mentioned, like there's there's teams, um, the Jags, the Jets, the Falcons, they're probably all going to be 0-2. But you know, that was a realistic expectation. You know, that was that was um they knew they weren't going to be good. They knew that. Dallas thinks they're gonna go to the Super Bowl every friggin' year, and now they gotta go up and uh who are they facing again? They are going to be um Oh, shoot. I got the schedule on in front of me right now. Who are they going to lose to this week? I lost it. Oh, that's because I'm on the Broncos schedule. I apologize about that, everybody. Um, uh, the, the Dallas Cowboys are going to lose to... Who cares? They're going to lose. Now, I, I, this is I'm bad content, Dave. This is terrible content. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, like finish. Who do you think is going to be on two? And I apologize. No, Why I got I got Dallas for sure being on two. I I probably got uh, 
like you said, Atlanta being 0-2. I there's a pile of teams going to be 0-2. Um, when do you panic though? Like when do you start looking at the schedule and go, that should have been a win? Or let's go the other way. Green Bay's 0-1. San Francisco's 0-1. Two teams that were supposed to win last week. Let's go if they if those teams lose their games this week and go. Oh fuck! Cause she's once you get below five hundred by a couple of games, she's hard to get back. Well, like here, take me as a Broncos fan. Like I, like the the coaching. Oh man, was that coach like go keep keep going? Yeah, coaching inadequacies cost us that game. I believe so, and also a little bit of bad luck, and also a little bit of the zebras. Like, but at the end of the day. When the uh, I, think hit the road, I think it was 100% coaching, personally. Regardless but. of what happened in the first um, 55 minutes of that game, there was five minutes left in that game, and that game was there for Denver to win, and the coach decided, I don't want to win this game. You paid a guy $160 million, whatever they did, and they didn't let him take the ball in the first game of the season at his old home stadium. They gave, they put the, the, the ball in the hands of a kicker to kick a 62-yard field goal, which has a four-point – and I, I, I actually looked this one up – which is a 4.5% make rate over the history of the National Football League. You gave a guy 160 sheets, and you said, no, nah, have a seat. Let's give it to some kicker. Who has a 45% chance of making a fourth and five over his career. I looked up the stats too. So, and you know, we, we were, we were recording on Monday night while that game was, was uh, in progress. And then wisely, I said, Hey, let's just watch the last two minutes without recording. And we did because it might've got a little blue. I'm normally like uh, PG 13 ish, but I got a little bit X rated on those uh, comments towards the coach, towards the decisions made, regardless of the fumble, regardless of we're not here to talk about the Broncos. So um, the Broncos are home to the Texans. If the Texans beat the Broncos and the Broncos go on too, you know what? This fan is panicking a little bit. Got it. Like, what the hell? We should be 2-0. and And if we lose to Seattle on the road, tough place to win, I'll give them a pass. But if we lose to the Texans in Denver, I'm freaking out a little bit. You're 0-2, um, so all of a sudden, you, your last your last 15 games, that changes everything. Like, your your record has to be considerably better. You know, I, you go... Like an ideal record, obviously, is two and zero. A, a a good record, I think. If I think I think every team in in the National Football League would take a one and one start, no matter what, rather than an zero and two. You take a one and one, good, good. And when the Texans come to your home, you chalk that down as a win. If you have any aspirations of making the playoffs, you must beat the Texans at home. Simple as that. No disrespect to the Texans franchise. You have to beat them at home. Simple fact. That's it. If the Broncos lose to the Texans, I'm annoyed. I'm I'm really annoyed as a Broncos fan. And then I'm wondering if we hired the right coach. Well, it starts, it starts putting doubt in everybody's eyes. Starts putting doubt in players' eyes, coaches' eyes, the media's eyes, the management's eyes. Everything. When it's you're the in two, no matter what, what it is, it's the coach, right? No matter what team, and it's crazy foot football. You don't hear many in-season firings of a coach, not very often. Like I fire that fucker's ass if he if we lose to the Texans. I want his ass fired. Yesterday, Dave, how much do you compare a an zero and two start to say a two and eight start in hockey or a two and eight start in in, in baseball? Um, it's the the maths there, obviously, if it's the, for you math, mathematicians out there. But zero and two, man, I should have done a little bit of research. We don't do a whole bunch on this show, but you go you you start two and eight in hockey, you start two and eight in baseball. She's a tough slug to get to five hundred because you that, that six games just get to five hundred. So oh yeah, like it's, so that it's, that is one tenth of your season. You go zero and two, a tenth of your season's gone. Like it's she's a fucking tough slug man. Well, like so, like 
I knowing we we're going to talk about this, I'm going to use the Broncos once again as an example. With that loss to Seattle, I'm counting this as a win against Texas. I went over through it. I have the Broncos at nine and seven. That's not a playoff team. You know, they, they they if they beat fucking Seattle, like ten and six is a lot fucking different than nine and seven. And and shit like that, losing games you should win. Where's the other game? There's 17 game schedule. Yeah, but there's a there's a game off. No. No. It, it, it's a 17 week, or is there 17 games? 17 games. You well, then I miss a game. Well, so nine. Oh yeah, you're right. I got him at I got him at nine and eight. That's not a, that's not a playoff team. That's not a playoff team. So losing that game hurts. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, and and I have them going five hundred against division. Like you know, and they're well, in a tough, tough division. division. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, but but boo fucking who? You know, that's the that's that's it. And but you knew that going in, and that's why you can't lose to smells like Seattle. You know, you go to two and two. You go start zero and two. You go two and two. That's a quarter of your schedule gone. So you have to win X amount of games with the seventy five percent schedule left. You, you can't give games up. I like I said it before, and I'll say it again. It will, I'll use my baseball analogy. You can't win the World Series in April, but you can sure lose it. And now you're seeing teams trying to catch up, and they're not. And there's like there's teams that have been chasing like the Dodgers. They they clinched yesterday or two nights ago. There's been teams chasing the Dodgers since May. Good. Yeah. And never like. <laughs> The, the the Padres were supposed to be to be right there all season long, but they went in that bad stretch where they lost fifteen out of twenty. There's your season. That's it. You know, and you, you look at the Yankees. Thank God they had that good stretch where they they were unbeatable because they'd be in big trouble right now. And it's it's so it's so crazy when people shrug their shoulders and say the games don't matter. Every game matters a lot, a lot, especially to contenders. Like there's teams that aren't going to win. Super Bowls or play or get playoff spots. But if you're a, a contender or a borderline, every game in every league matters so much. And when people just shrug their shoulders, go, ah, it's another game. It's not. It's not. It is especially like you have to like it's it's all about setting the tone as well. Desperation. When you play out of desperation for too long, you do run out of gas. Like yeah. we've seen teams do that who go on a crazy run, whatever, whatever it is, uh, whatever sport it is, they get super hot to make the playoffs, but then they literally run out of gas. gas. You can't, yeah, you can't play on desperation mode all the time. And that's like, even if you're a good team, I think the Broncos, I thought the Broncos were a good team. Um, you're asking them to play desperation mode pretty quick because of the tough division. They're there. They might be Owen two and not even win a, a division game, not even play a division foe. Um, the other one is like the Rams and the Falcons, the Falcons um, played the Saints tough. Everybody thought they were going to be a lay down. They weren't. Um, I'm not calling the Saints a world beater, but the Rams Super Bowl champs, they're at home again. So now you're wasting two home dates and and you better beat the you better beat the Falcons. You better beat them because it doesn't like having Owen two and now you're like uh, of your your next uh, fourteen games, you're done with two home dates and home uh, and being at home is a big advantage in the NFL more so than any other sport. Well, it's funny how like the old term it's a must win it, uh, a must win now in, in sport when it comes to they have to have to win not even must have to or else mm-hmm. your season's done. Like it's actually done and it's early and it's crazy. It's crazy to, to, to talk that way this early in any season college football. There's games like you have to win. There's a, only a 10, 12 game schedule NFL, man, you go Owen two, Owen three, kiss it. Goodbye. You're done. Yeah. If you're Owen two, I'm not saying you're, you're I think it's Owen four, like only two or 3% of teams that have been Owen four in the history of the league. But like, so, Oh, but like, like you say, Owen two, we're, we're 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 not in desperation mode, but I can see it. You can see it really it's right clearly. there. It's right fucking there. And she's and if, pulling her pants down. Yeah, you bet. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, like you now it's sad. It's it's like fuck her walk, boys. Like I thought we were good. Show us. 
Yeah. There's no more. There's no. There's no more slip ups. There's no more oops. There's no more. I meant to. I'm sorry. I forgot. There's no more of that shit. Uh, like, did you happen to see the Cleveland Elf? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that about? I thought they were dogs. Like, what is that about? Jim talked about it on, on, on his show this morning. I was listening to it. What is that about? What is that about? They I don't paid, know. Like Jim said, the that? Keebler, the Keebler, how did he where he goes? The Keebler fucking elf, he said. Like, what is that? What's going on there? The fan of the van podcast, man. He's hitting all the right spots this week with Cleveland's going to Cleveland, the Cleveland, the Keebler elf, and a, a one-star review. Uh, what is the what is that about? I have Zero clue. I Is that saw real? I, I, what it I saw, what, what came across my Twitter feed is get a load of what they painted on Cleveland Browns uh, turf. And it's that elf on a shelf, but with orange and like, I, I thought there was a dog pound. I, I, I agree on everything. I, I did not. I forgot. I wish I would have wrote it down because I saw it this afternoon. But I wasn't in a place. I I didn't set myself a reminder to look into this. If if that thing is on the field, like I I I have no words. I really have no words. That must be somebody's son who works for an ad agency that just said. We need, to, we need to rebrand our team because of this Deshaun Watson situation. We need to be a happier, family friendly team. Fuck off. Fuck right the fuck off. Like it's it's the most ridiculous I, thing. I saw the picture and I was like, what? I gotta look into this and I forgot to look into this. And that's that's hilarious. Anyways, there's your homework assignment for, for Monday night, Dave. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast for Beer Sports Talk and a whole lot more brought to you by BetUS and BetUS.com. Put all your wagers down at America's favorite sports book, BetUS.com today. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.